guys. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 347 of the Girls Gone Wild podcast. And we are changing next week, but we'll tell you about that in just a second. This episode is sponsored by Ned. HelloNed.com. The discount code is GGW. You can support the podcast by supporting our great sponsors. And we love, love the guys at Ned. The CBD products are wonderful. There's a lot of options for those of you who are new to the CBD world. They have a great new hormone line. So check out their products, helloned.com, discount code GGW lets them know we sent you. Oh my gosh, it's episode 347 and next week we're changing. And I was just um, out in the kitchen talking to Scott and he's like, he got all dramatic and he's like, are you sad? And I was like, what? I am now. <laughs> and and he's like, what are you going to say? I'm like, what do you mean? What am I going to say? And he was we just literally like, named the podcast after our new intro. Well, oh, you mean, what are we going to say on the episode? I thought yeah. he was like, what are you going to say in the new podcast? I was like, no, like, what are we going to? Well, I think he was more like, what are you going to say tonight? Like, like it was this Cut. big dramatic goodbye. And I just for a moment, I'm like, what do you mean? And then um, like people kind of writing us about the change and how they're going to miss us being in the space. And then it just like didn't hit me until today that I mean, something could go wrong with our new feed and we could absolutely blow this up and this could you know, not happen for another few weeks. But I don't think that's going to happen. Let's just think positive, right? Let's dream board about it. That, you know, this is our the last official episode on this feed. And then it just like all this nostalgia just hit me. And then when Scott's like, are you sad? Like, this is a big change for you guys. I'm like, is it? Like, <laughs> I wasn't sad until you just said that. I know. I've kind of been like, that's why I, po- I made that post today on our Instagram that was like, we're recording our last one tonight. We're excited about it. But it still does feel bittersweet. Like, it's sort of like graduating from high school is how I feel right now. Totally. I am confident about what's going to happen next. Right. I don't, you know, like realistically, very little is going to change in terms of the content of what we're doing. And, you know, nothing is going to change in terms of like our process, but it's going to be a little different. But it's, it means something. And I think he was like, he said, I saw the picture that you guys posted today of your first logo and the first, Mm -hmm. I guess, really the first year that first months rather that we were even podcasting and how he's like, it's been a long time. Like it Mm -hmm. has been a long time. And I think what I started thinking about was just all that we've created up to this point. And then, you know, certainly that we've had this pocket of the world for a while in podcasting and how that we're really opening ourselves up to a larger audience and what what is that going to look like and is that going to change and are people going to be nice to us? We're going to be like, you know, the new kid in school and is someone going to let us sit at their yeah. lunch table? Like, are we going to have to eat our lunch in the bathroom for the next couple of weeks? We might have to. Okay. We might so have to. We got this email now a couple of weeks ago and we wanted to bring it up exactly based on this. It says, hi, Joy and Claire. I have been sitting with the news of this is Joy and Claire for a week now and I completely understand and support why you are making the shift. I can't disagree with your logic. However, there is still some sadness that I can't seem to shake. It's not that I'm unhappy about your decision. I still plan to listen as I love the Joy and Claire episodes. So I've tried processing these feelings and I thought I would share not because I hope you change your mind or really do anything with this information but rather simply to respect and engage in the ongoing dialogue you ask of us I live in New York City and I work out in a tiny gym not a typical CrossFit box. I have heard how some people describe the culture in those more typical CrossFit boxes, specifically a woman. There is still a culture around measurement and comparison. They are just substituting weight for body fat and gene size for PR numbers. We haven't solved this issue entirely, and I don't see anyone else trying to have these conversations within the CrossFit or serious fitness space. It feels like we're losing an important voice in the community, a strong female voice. I know there are a lot of other fitness 
quote unquote thought leaders, but not all of them are quote unquote created equal. I don't take fitness influencers that do quarter squats and 60 minutes in the Stairmaster with kickbacks seriously, and I would never spend my time listening to them. So what am I left with? Men, macho jock types, often with an overly conservative and an overly conservative bias. Even with all of Girls and Wild's success, we don't know a single other female podcast or YouTuber in the fitness space. At best, the CrossFit news outlets, which mainly consists of YouTubers and podcasts, Morning Chalk Up and Arm and Hammer, give a neutral tone. On a more personal level, I hear women, both thought leaders and gym goers, endlessly talk about mental health, healthy eating, comparison. I get it. Everyone is a different place in their journey. And for us to help everyone, we need to keep bringing up the rear, quote unquote. I am not perfect. I still struggle with impulse control, stress eating, and trying to manage my weight and goals within reasonable ranges. Even though I don't obsess about five pounds, hearing these things are still good reminders for me. But I feel like I'm getting it on all sides. It's exhausting sometimes. Between podcasts and internet podcast guests and Instagram posts, I feel like I'm surrounded by the same repetitive sound bites that discuss restrictive eating, identifying eating disorders, and fitness propaganda. Sometimes I just want to talk about fitness. I loved hearing about your journey with trying to get a muscle up, hearing how much 20.2 hurt because it hurt me too. I don't give a F if you don't get the muscle up, but I like to talk about the journey. I've been trying to get strict pull-ups for three years and I hate strict pull-ups. When Claire talks about how pregnancy and postpartum impact her fitness, not just her body, weight, emotional states, etc., I listen because I don't have a group of women to talk about these things with, and I want to know. It helps me consider and prepare my own mind and body and lower my expectations for myself. I guess I just want to bro out with other women, and I'm afraid that moving away from Girls Gone Wild means that I lose the only voice that actually talks about female fitness. She says, I, that took much longer than I expected to write. I have to get back, but those are my thoughts. Thank you for listening. I'll be here listening and supporting you and the amazing group of women you've brought together. Thank you so much for sending that. And I feel like we have kind of gotten that feedback a little bit. That's like, hey, I'm excited about what you're doing. But I'm also sad because we have really filled. We're the longest running and still only female hosted, not a CrossFit podcast, CrossFit podcast. Right. And that is not necessarily going away, but like, you know, with the, our, the name of our podcast changing, it can definitely, I think that's the biggest worry that people have. Right. So I think that the thing that we've been trying to communicate, and hopefully it's come across, is that for us, we have no plans at all to change the content of our podcast other than to maybe slightly open it up to, you know, a couple different types of guests. At the end of the day, we're still going to talk about exactly the same things. We right. do not have like some crazy. We're not going to go off and become like some Hollywood influencer all of a sudden. Can you imagine? Like we're just all of a sudden posting perfectly curated photos of us with like perfect hair and makeup. That's just. No... I, but I, I understand what they're saying. And here's what I have to say yeah. about that, too, is like, yet we are not changing the content. But I get what she's saying. I think what I was feeling today was kind of like we've been in this safe little space where it's it's just our circle of friends. And now we're kind of opening that up to a little bit more. We aren't, I don't want us to repl- to be going away from the CrossFit box culture. I want you guys to still look at us as, as being that for you. We're, we just have a different name in that space. And then I think overall, we want other people, I think the biggest problem we found with the name was the name was really limiting us to finding other people or for, to, or for other listeners to find us. And so that was like the biggest motivation for us to change the name. And then we also just kind of wanted to be quite honest, it's been, it's felt so free, like in the past few weeks, since we announced our name change, 
I told Claire, I'm like, wow, it just feels so good to not have to. Um, I always felt like I was needing to prove myself against all the other uh, CrossFit podcasts that were mostly male hosted. We always felt like we were running up a hill. And I always felt like, okay, well, they got that guest and we didn't get that guest. Okay. So now, like, we were always like one or two steps behind. And that just really felt icky. Like, I always had to prove, we always had to prove ourselves. At least that's how I felt. I don't know if Claire felt that way, but I just felt like we were constantly getting shunned for some things or like we were always seeking the approval and we were always trying to prove ourselves. And now it just feels like, oh, now we're out of that and we can do what we want to do. have the freedom. We don't have to prove ourselves to anybody. Not that we had to do that in the first place, but truly that's kind of how I felt an underlying feeling as we were moving through, especially kind of being pocketed in the CrossFit space. And so now I think it's like, oh, I will, I'll see things on Instagram or I'll see something Dave Castro posts and like, oh, I don't feel like we need to like put my stamp, get the stamp of approval on that. Or I feel like, oh, I can just let that news pass by me and I don't need to really feel anything tied to it. Or something I read in the morning chalk up, I don't feel this pressure. And that has been really, really cool. I feel like for me on the inside, that that's a sign that we're on the right track is when I see that I'm like, oh, I have this relief. I feel a sense of relief that we just don't have to do things according to what the podcast world is doing. And not, again, not that we had to, but that just because of our name, like that really, that's felt, I felt like we were really tied to that. And so this just feels like an expansion and something where like, oh, it's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And I mean, we're still going to be talking about the open. We're still going to be talking about fitness. We're still going to be here for you with all the CrossFit drama. Yeah. And Brandon, I remember said this years ago, and it's still true, which is that our, our podcast, he was like, he was joking that people always ask us, you know, how do you still have some, something to talk about every single week? And he was like, no, no, guys, you don't understand. You guys get a one hour <laughs> snippet of a literally 24 seven texting conversation, you know, that is ongoing between Joy and, and I all the time. And oh. also our friend Jess. Hi, Jess. Yep. And this is you. This is like you guys are kind of dropping into that. And what we feel like you guys like about us and what you keeps keeps you coming back and what we want to do more of is just being those two people who have these exact same and our interests aren't changing and so we are just talking about you know the things that are in our world at that moment and it's still a lot of going to be a lot of fitness stuff and a lot of health stuff because that's just who we are as people yeah that's who we are as people and I was thinking about that too because you know with all the health and wellness and fitness stuff I was thinking about that I'm like that's really never going to change because I do like I do enjoy working out I recently saw a I believe it was a registered dietitian posted this question on her Instagram page Uh, what was it I gotta look it up but it was something along the lines of if you knew that you're body wasn't going to change at all, would you still do the types of workouts at the intensity you're doing them? And I was like, that's a really good question. I probably still would because it just feels good. And I don't have the intention anymore. I did maybe 10 years ago. I, th- I think I've got come a long way in the past 10 years. But I think 10 years ago, I would have been like, yeah, I'm trying to get thinner. And I now am very, <laughs> in a very different headspace of like, I do this because it's fun for me. And I can truly say this and mean it. Like I don't have any reservations otherwise. Speaking of fitness, health and wellness. But I was thinking about that where I'm like, we're going to keep talking about that because that's kind of ingrained in us. But we also want to be like, hey, maybe we want to talk about someone who does really cool hair. I don't know. Like, that. Like who knows? We just kind well, of want to open it up to something else. And, and I think, again, like that and it's been a long time since this was just a 
not a CrossFit CrossFit podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's that very true, is, yeah. that's more what we're trying to capture here is that the stuff going on behind the title is not going to change. We are, the title is catching up with what's going on behind the title. Right. Con- you know, the content of our show is not going to change. The title of the show is catching up with the content. So I really liked that email. I thought she did a really, really good job of verbalizing what we've also been hearing from other people and what we've also a little ourselves been feeling. Are we still going to get calls from Greg Glassman? Yeah, are we? <laughs> Are we ever going to get Dave Castro on the show? I mean, yeah. even with our new name, we still could get Dave Castro, and I'd be totally fine <laughs> with that. But we kind of want to open it up to Oprah or yeah, Brene Brown. Exactly. But I want to play a quick voice memo from Allison, who it was an it's a nice little send off for the podcast name, not us, but she has something really cute to say. She's from Madison, Wisconsin, and so I thought this was very apropos. Hey, Joy and Claire, this is Allison Smith from. Madison, Wisconsin, and I am sending this voice memo because Joy loves it, and also because I love y'all so much that I've actually started re-listening to some of your first podcasts, and I'm listening to one from May of 2014, and it's so cute because it's episode 47, and you're you're thinking about what would this podcast be like without CrossFit and what would you even talk about? And, oh, we're going to have a party for our 100th. Did you ever think we'd make it this far? And it's so amazing to listen to 2014 versus 2019 and the fact that you did have a party and you you all joke in 2014 about maybe people all over the world will celebrate with us and I think that I just want you to recognize how far you've come and how much you've accomplished and that you have had parties. You show that you have the ability to adapt and change regardless of CrossFit and um, doing what you love and incorporating that into the podcast. And you've just come so far and you really make conversation entertaining and approachable to all people and I just wanted to say thank you for making life better and I want you to acknowledge and and celebrate all of your successes because you really have grown so much and change and adapt and look at all that you've done so just know that we see it and appreciate it and you are amazing people so thank you for what you do <laughs> that was so great I know. I was listening through the voice memos today and I, I, that, that actually she sent a few, like at least a month ago and I listened to it today and I was like, this is perfect to put on like our last episode on, uh, on this feed because she was just like, I'm so excited for the change and here's what we, we, you meant to us. And, and just the fact that she was listening from 2014 where I'm like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like, yes, we had those moments where we're like, is there anybody out there? I, Her I mom's still listening that way still. Sometimes. <laughs> I do too. But. Hi mom. My mom does hi, still mom. listen. Yeah. Hi Carol. Um, <laughs> but I still, yeah, I still mm-hmm. think about that of, and I've just been listening to a lot of voice memos recently, which again, thank you guys so much for sending voice memos. Um, we will update you on all the new socials and emails, but still send everything to girlsgonewad at gmail.com. And you can just record a quick voice memo. It's super easy. There should be a voice memo on your app. If you don't have one, um, just download a free voice memo app and you can just record it. And then there should be a button to just email it straight to us. And it's super easy. Just record it in your car. That gives the best sound, side note. (laughs) It just means a lot to us to hear your voices. There's been so many, many of you who've been recording from across the world. And I think that's just the coolest thing is um, hearing your voice and hearing your accents and hearing where you've lived 
And just to know that our voices have been in other areas of the world is just crazy. So thank you guys so much for supporting us and just for following us. And we'll, we promise to give you all the updates on our socials as far as where we're going to be and how you can subscribe to the new feed. So do you want to switch gears a little bit to 2019? Just kind of reviewing. Yeah. A quick, a quick snapshot review. Yeah. I mean, so you guys will be hearing this the day after Christmas. So Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, we hope you guys had a great day with your family or you survived your family, whatever your reality may be. You've made it to the other side of Christmas. And yeah, it's been a big year. I feel like it's been a big year for everyone in a lot of ways. And it's been a big year in global affairs, in in politics, the economy. I mean, all of the big things that regardless of your viewpoints on different issues, we all feel the tension regardless of which side of the fence you're on. And so yeah, and it would be silly. It'd be silly to ignore that. Like it's yeah. just out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're recording this, you know, the day after the impeachment impeachment votes. votes. Yeah. And right now there's a democratic debate going on that I'm missing and Scott's watching it and he's like, do you want me to record it for you? I'm like, no, just tell no, me what happens. I don't actually, <laughs> um, you know, so there's a lot going on in all that, you know, um, Brexit is going on. So, you know, even for yeah. our international listeners, there's just a lot of tension. There's a lot. 2019 has been, a, there have been a lot of big shifts in the world and not all of them have felt positive. And even if you, have been on the, you know, more positive side, if you're more on the positive side of the fence, um, you still have to have felt the tension. So, you know, I think we can all just take like a collective exhale that 2019 is almost over. It's been yeah. a bit, a, a wild ride. Wild ride. <laughs> and even though, you know, inherently there's nothing truly different from December 31st to January 1st, I think given the fact that almost everyone in the world you know, almost everyone in Western cultures recognizes that shift into the new year. It's just like a big, well, yeah. And we remember, we remember our life in years. And so it's, I, ever since that kind of like that stuck with me, I've always been very mindful of how we think of years in our lives with the year someone's born, the year someone gets married, the year someone passes away. So we think of our lives in anniversaries similar to our birthdays. And so I feel like that's something that is really important to me and is even more important to me as I get older. And I just like to think of it in like this chunk of time of 2019 of all the energy that was like packed into that year. And I know there's tons that that happened with numerology and astrology. And I, I, I love that part of it too. But just for the most part, I just think of like, ooh, 2020, like what's going to happen this year? Or like when the people do the year in photos or a year in review or a year of sound, the, the daily podcast does a year of sound and it is beautiful. And I can't wait for that episode either. But it's it has been a big year. And we'll, we'll, we're going to get to some of our listener comments just about, I asked today, just kind of like talk about the year, what was the best or worst, you know, any comments that you have about it. I kind of wanted to hear from you about anything that sticks out before we get to listeners. Anything like, of course, you had Evie, but like something that the things that kind of stick out to you is like banner moments and, or things that were like, yeah, I just I'm excited to kind of let that go. I feel like we talked about this a little bit on my birthday. And I, this happens. Oh, every that's year. right. I forget. I, forget. I know this, this happens is so close to your birthday. Every year. Okay, that we're like, say it really quick. And then I'll do mine really quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, just everything about this year felt very unexpected. I think the biggest thing for me about this year really started last year was with my pregnancy and getting ready to have Evie and being so worried about going through postpartum depression again. And I mean, again, like I truly, truly, truly 
believe and know that you cannot do anything to prevent postpartum depression, but there are things you can do to prepare for it. And this year for me has been a huge lesson in accepting help and allowing myself to ask for help and then accepting it freely and not, you know, feeling like if somebody offers to help me that I owe them anything in return. And that's been a huge, I think that's a really hard lesson for everyone to learn in our culture that we really tend to keep tabs and, you know, it's really hard for us to admit that we need help. So that's been the biggest thing is that, you know, through March and April and May, when Evie was still really little, we had a postpartum doula who was fantastic. We had, you know, all all throughout the summer, we had a lot of help from my family. You know, my sister-in-law moved in with us to be our nanny. Like we have gotten so much help from so many people, not to mention just every person who, you know, has done little things here and there for us. I think that's been the biggest thing is just, I didn't really think about how that would change with having two kids. But yeah, I think that's like my biggest takeaway from 2019. Did I ever tell you about the Brene? Did I ever review the Brene Brown quote about help asking for help? I love this. It's she says something along the lines of if you judge yourself for asking for help, you're judging others for asking for help. So it's kind of that same thing of if you judge someone for taking medication or if you judge yourself for taking medication, you're judging other people for taking medication. Like referencing the, the discussion we had last week about taking antidepressants or some type of mental health medication. But it's that same principle of if you're judging yourself for asking for help, then you are at the same time judging other people, whether you know it or not, for asking for help. So it's something to think about. But I totally get that. And we are just in a culture where we feel like we have to handle it ourselves and you got to do it all and you have to balance everything. And that's just not possible. There's a reason why it took a village to raise kids back in the day. And now it's kind of like, you got to do it on your own. You have to get, you have to work and then you have to manage your life and you have to arrange daycare. You have to do everything while standing on your head juggling. It's just silly. Okay. Anything else you're just kind of like... No, I feel like we reviewed all of like the events of my life on my birthday episode around, you know, I had a baby, I got a new job, Brandon got a new job. A lot of things like that happened. Yeah. um, I would say that's my biggest takeaway is asking for help. Good. I don't know if we'll do this on our new feed. Uh, I'm still just kind of on the fence about like a word of the year or resolutions or goals, but we've gotten some good feedback. So we'll have to share that on a future episode in the new year. The things that stick out for me for this year, everything that I was thinking about today, it's all trips. Like it's the year started great because we had episode 300 in January at the Alamo Draft House, and that was so, so much fun. That was way out of my comfort zone, like standing on an actual stage in front of people, like doing a live show. We've done plenty of live shows, but it's almost been on this like little makeshift stage that we've just kind of done, or we've just sat in front of our friends and done it. But this was like an actual stage with wireless microphones recording to some sound room. And then we watched Mean Girls. Like that was so much fun. I would love to do that again sometime because that was such a cool night. So I think about that. I think of our our trip to Whistler, uh, Scott and I's trip to Hawaii. We went to San Francisco. We did a lot of really cool trips this year. And of course, the game. So I was thinking about all of that and the travel that we've done this year and all the cool people we get to meet. And just, I don't know, that's kind of what came to mind for me. I'm like, I was thinking of, okay, what are the things that are kind of of a bummer that happened this year? And I couldn't think of anything. Like aside from like the like the normal life things that you have to deal with. There was nothing where I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to get past that this year. So I felt like, wow, I'm really lucky. 
I'm sure there's something if I like sat and thought about it, but I think I was just so focused on all the the cool things that we got to do this year. Oh, the other big thing I was so excited about is I paid off my student loans and I was so excited. That will be forever like the biggest, one of the biggest accomplishments, I think. I got the actual payment done this summer, but they don't send you the certification, like the final payment letter until a few months later. So when I got that in the mail, I was like, I'm framing this. It took 15, almost 16 years to pay off my, my student loans. Anyone out there? In the same journey, you can do it. Even if you're in the helping profession that doesn't really pay a ton of money, you can do it. That's oh how I'm feeling God. about Brandon's student loans right now with like yeah. nursing. It's like, yeah. Uh, and tra- with like between nursing and childcare, we don't get to use any of our paychecks. Yeah. Just floats away into between the lo- loan payments. And I you know it's, but that's amazing. Yeah. It was great. So, yay, 2019. We had a good time with you and also looking forward. To, I, do you do a weird thing with like numbers? Like, I like even numbers. So, I like 20. 20 just feels like nice. It feels very even. It feels very like no, structured. I don't really you don't have do- that. Uh-uh. <laughs> I had a feeling that you were, nope, not even on your radar. <laughs> okay. So from listeners, I asked just to kind of give their thoughts on 2019. And so many people got gave some really good responses. And I just, I love reading them because I start laughing. 2019 has been a weirdly quiet year for me. I feel like I should dye my hair blue or something. <laughs> I love that one. Someone went to Costa Rica. Lots of change. Glad to be home and out on my own after graduation. Congratulations. Favorite moment of 2019, I became a mom. This is from I'm a Girl Fitness. And the worst was she lost her sister to cancer three months later. Oh, that's just like a roller coaster of emotions. Someone was really excited. Melissa says time with Claire at the BirthFit Summit and follow-up friend time is a highlight. Do you remember that? Uh, of course. Yay. Yeah, she was in Denver and I went down and we went to that um, that cheese board place that we went to with Lisa. Yes. Yeah. I mean, oh, well, I mean, we went to the BirthFit Anyway, yeah, the BirthFit Summit was definitely a highlight for me. That was, but again, like I really think that also just sort of reinforced the feeling of the year of like asking for help, trying to find my community of other people who are like kind of in the shitstorm of being a new mom. Yeah. The favorite moment was the impeachment. There's a lot of people that said the impeachment. Everyone out there who's a Trump supporter, just calm down. It's fine. Things are going to work themselves out. The next person they're probably going to try to impeach to get back at this one. So let's just, everybody, it's going to, it's going to be okay. Started the process of a career change. She's a teacher and she's going to chemical engineering. Someone said the best moment was getting married. The worst was state of the nation, POTUS, and toxic masculinity. I know. Like, if you think of all the crap that went down this year with, like, even... I know Me Too didn't start this year, but it was, like, there's so much that happened this year, too, with, like, Harvey... Not Harvey Weinstein. Who's the other dude? The dude well, that... Well, that's kind of what I mean by, like, you know, ugh. no matter what side of the fence you're on, there's just right. been so much happening. There's just been so much that, happening. Yeah, there's... It's been a lot. Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick second to talk about our second sponsor of this episode, Super Fat. Super Fat, the best nut butter in the world. Superfat.com, discount code GGW. Check out all of their wonderful flavors. I personally love the coffee and MCT. There's something about that that's so satisfying. The nut butters are delicious. You can carry them around in your pockets. You can carry them around in your purse. It's a nice little on-the-go snack, and you can support the podcast at the same time by buying Superfat. Superfat.com. 
Discount code GGW. Choose from five delicious flavors. They're so easy to carry around. Super portable, super convenient. Discount code GGWSuperFat.com. Thank you for supporting the amazing brands that support our podcast. Okay, let's switch to listener questions. Everyone is kind of in agreement that it's best and worst. We hope your best continues to be the best in 2020. We hope your worst that you get through it and you have a lot of friends to lift you up. Someone asked, did Claire and Fam still see, do you still see Luna? Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm so glad you asked this question. Our, so for you guys who don't, for let's just tell the whole story. So when Brandon and I had been together for about a year, we got a dog. Um, she was nuts. And we rescued her from a shelter in Salt Lake City. And um, she was just nuts. We had to like do a ton of training with her. Her name, her literally her name was Chaos. That was her name when we adopted her. Pro tip, don't adopt a dog named Chaos if you're worried about that. I totally um, remember that. Yeah, it was not smart. And we was, did a lot of training with her. She got, she came so, so, so far. But at the end of the day, like she was still a dog that had a pretty crazy past. So when Miles was born, we knew that it was going to be, we were going to have to really see what happened. We didn't know how she was going to react. And she was okay with him for about the first year. But as he got older and wanted to be around her more, she was not okay with that. And she was pretty good at just sort of removing herself from the situation. She was a border collie Aussie Sheltie mix. So she's a herding dog. And, you know, I think a lot of people who have those types of dogs know that they're very loyal. They're they're very much like family dogs. But they also a lot of times need a lot of space. Like they're not really cuddly animals. Sometimes their personalities can go that way. We just started realizing like it just wasn't going to be, it wasn't working out. So, but we we also didn't want to take her, send her to the shelter. She's just speed up this process. Just to speed up this story. We had been using a dog walker and a dog sitter for a long time who absolutely loved Luna. And so we asked him if, if he would want to adopt her. And he said, yes. And it has worked out so, 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 so well. Like I cannot even, we could not have dreamed of a better scenario. He like has a super flexible job. And so he takes Luna out all the time during the day. They go up to the mountains all the time. He sends us pictures and videos of her probably two or three times a month. We got a Christmas card with her picture on it. That was like just, he just like printed out this picture of her and sent it to us and was like, gave us a little update of her on the back. She's really living her best life. She's living her best life. And he is so wonderful about it. Anytime he has like a cute photo or video of her, of her, he always sends it to us. We haven't seen her. The last time we dog sat for her was about a year ago. And I think that's because Andrew, her new owner, knows that we have a new baby and he just hasn't even asked us. But we get updates on her all the time and she's doing wonderful. Yay, Luna. Yay, Lunagram. Uh, another listener asked if they need to resubscribe to the feed and then if we're still going to have a newsletter. Okay, let's just get all of us out of the way now. So here's what's going on. We did give an update last week as well, but let's just get this out there. So joyandclaire.com, if you go there right now, the website is live. There's nothing on it. It's under construction, but you can go there. Within the next couple of days, but hopefully by the time you hear this, we will have our new feed either launched or in the process of review from iTunes and, you know, in the process of being launched over the next couple of days. At which point we will post the link to the new podcast. And yes, you will need to resubscribe. The one catch of this is that iTunes is... Like we will, you know, be submitting our feed to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Play all at the same time. But all of the other apps that you guys use draw directly from Apple Podcasts typically. It's a conspiracy. Well, or they like basically they they use yeah. it as a directory. They they do draw from our RSS feed, but like we've never submitted our feed to a lot of the smaller apps. They just go and grab it. Right, which means that they must grab it, yeah. Which means that they it may take them a little while to yeah. update. So, if you listen to us 
on a more obscure podcast app, basically one that's not one of the ones I just mentioned. <laughs> right. Um, it may be a little bit of a delay. It may be a little bit of delay. And you can r- send us a DM or an email and let us know, hey, I listen to you on this podcast app. I love it. And we will go to that podcast app and make sure they have our feed. Correct. We can expedite the process. Yes. But we don't know all the apps that are out there. <laughs> right. That you we are, we can be on. the We can be your IT department because we're a two-man show. So we can do that for you. <laughs> yes. we. But, you know, if it's just like there's a couple of them and you're like, I refuse to consume my podcast anywhere other than like, you know, this random app from Sweden, we will help you with that. <laughs> that your brother designed. Yeah. Let your, make Africa, your brother do it. Like make your Africa brother. speak Swedish. Um, <laughs> so there is a new feed. Yes. You will need to resubscribe. Yes. That link will be posted on our Instagram, Facebook, our old website in our show notes for the next several weeks. And what we're going to do for the next several weeks is every Thursday, we will post a short episode on the Girls Gonna Watch channel that literally just says, hey guys, don't forget, we're on This Is Joy and Claire now. Click the link in the show notes to take you to the new podcast. Mm -hmm. So if you forget, there will be weekly reminders for you for at least... A couple of weeks that we'll couple be posting weeks, still on this channel. But then you're going to be on your own. But please subscribe, 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 because that's a huge, huge thing for us. And we definitely want to keep growing this audience. So that's really big for us. So please share it, tweet it, tell all your CrossFit friends, because we're still going to be talking about CrossFit. In terms of the newsletter, I aspire to get that newsletter back up. To be completely honest with you guys, that just has taken a huge backseat in terms of the bandwidth that I have to create content every month. And I know a monthly newsletter probably doesn't seem like a lot, but like when you have a full-time job and all of that, it just fell off my plate and hasn't gotten back on yet. I would love to keep sending out a newsletter and yeah, it just hasn't happened. So but we'll have the link to subscribe when, when that gets back up and running. Yeah. And I, I am going to send out the link for our new podcast to all of our newsletter subscribers. So if you want to kind of like, not have to worry about it, you can go right now to girlsgonewadpodcast.com forward slash newsletter and subscribe. subscribe. And then you won't be getting weekly newsletter, monthly newsletters anymore. But, but you'll get an announcement. You right. If you subscribe before January 1st, you will receive the email that has our new feed in it. Great. Yes. I think awesome. that's everything. You don't, okay, you, you don't need to, we won't be switching over on any of our social channels. In terms, like we'll be changing our username, but you don't need to re-follow us on any new social channels. Our new website is joyandclaire.com. As of right now, we don't have our new email set up yet because... Things are taking some time. So just, just keep girlsgonewad at gmail.com is still going to be there. We'll tell, we'll, this will be, this will be a light transition for a while. Give us some time. It's like changing your name. It's kind of like getting married. You got all these documents to change. So just know that the previous um, email and website is still going to be there. All the old episodes of Girls Gone Wad podcast are still going to be up. So people who are wanting to go back and listen, you're still going to be able to access that. Um, I did change our Twitter handle today. So if you follow us on Twitter, Twitter, it's still the same account. It'll just now say join Claire. So I think that's it. But we will keep you posted. Don't you worry about a thing. We'll take care of it. Next question. Someone asked, this is one of our last listener questions. And then I think we have an email from Lindsay that I want to get to. Advice for being open to therapy and getting most from it starting tomorrow. Congratulations, by the way. Taking the step is really difficult to get help. So getting the most from it. First of all, just go in, have an open mind. Don't make any judgments about your therapist just yet. 
give it a few sessions. If you're feeling like you don't click with them, if you're newer to therapy and you don't understand whether or not you click with someone, you'll probably figure out after a few visits. Can I work with this person over a long period of time or do I not enjoy going to these sessions? Now, if you don't enjoy going to the sessions, is it because you just don't want to feel those feelings, kind of like me avoiding movies that make me cry? Or is it because you just don't like your therapist? So kind of keep those things in mind and just know that it's hard in a therapist a good therapist should know where to push you, where to just kind of let you be and make it a difficult but really fulfilling process for you. So I'm just giving you a high five from behind the microphone. And getting the most out of it is truly just don't be afraid to ask your therapist for what you need either. So going back to kind of like asking what you need, the therapist is not a, a, is not a mind reader. So some people are like, I just want to talk. Some people are like, I really need direction. I want you to give me homework. Some people are like, I want you to be really direct and firm with me. Now, that may not all come out perfectly in the first few sessions, but I think over time, you should be able to have this conversation with your therapist to be like, I really work well with homework, or I really work well if you're just kind of like a straight shooter. Sometimes that really helps to kind of give you an idea. And and if you're newer to therapy, you may not know what you need, but over time, I think you'll get to know what's going to work best for you. So keep that in mind as well, that your therapist is not always a mind reader, but they are able to give you some great support and some great insight to things that you probably didn't think of before, but it is a two-way street. So don't be afraid to speak up. Okay. And hold on, I want to weigh in on that because I had a therapist when I first started going to see a therapist to work recover from my miscarriages. I didn't like my therapist at first because she was chronically like five or 10 minutes late to our sessions, which drove me crazy, but I stuck with it. And like, I was ready the first day to just walk out the door and I stuck with it and ultimately ended up having a super positive experience after the second or third time I realized, or the third or fourth time I realized like, you know what, this is worth it because I'm getting out of it what I want. And so even if like, it just might not be perfect. That's the thing is try to keep your expectations in check. But at the same time, if for me, if someone was chronically 10, 15 minutes late to my sessions and I'm paying for it and they're ending on time, but they're starting late, I would be really upset. That would drive me crazy. Nothing drives yeah. me more nuts than lateness. So right. um, it, it is kind of like what feels right for you. Well, I think like also, the, you know, the analogy we always make is if you had one bad haircut, you wouldn't be like, that's it. I'm never getting my haircut again. Exactly. So just because you've had a couple of experiences with bad therapists in the past, don't, don't let it turn you off therapy forever. Therapy is great. I'm a big fan. Okay, last last part here is an email from Lindsay. The subject says, giving you some love. And she opens up with, ladies, all caps, three exclamation points, which can I say really quick, a side note, this is not even related to this email, but did I tell you about, <laughs> there's people at work that use like the double question mark when they ask me questions in emails and it's like nails on a chalkboard. Does that bother you when people do that? Like, overuse of exclamation points, question marks, punctuation doesn't bother you. The, okay. The only thing that bothers <laughs> me is when people end emails with dot, dot, dot. Oh, that makes me crazy. Uh, I hate that. And they're like, yeah, I'll, like, where did anything. you go? Yeah. I'm like, was there more of the email? What happened? <laughs> it's so noncommittal. It's so noncommittal. Yes. And it's so, it's a little passive aggressive too. Little, it's like, just, aggressive. Just, just be direct. Just put a period and the put sentence. A, yeah. That makes me crazy. Yeah, don't let this off into my imagination. Yeah, no. But there's a few people that I they shall remain unnamed in my life, at mostly at work, where they will always, always, mostly in IMs, like we have a little messenger system, and they will message me, and it's always with two ex, two two question marks, and it drives. I'm like, you can just do one. Two feels real aggressive and real urgent, and I'm not a fan of any of that. Okay. 
So back to Lindsay's email. I just wanted to stop by and tell you how much I love you too. I love your podcast. You keep it real by talking about difficult and unpleasant things, which in turn, I feel connects all of us so well. It's nice to know that your lives and other lives do have difficult and hard moments and events. Social media is so much tulips and rainbows, and I often feel alienated when viewing that content. I just love how you two talk about real life, the good parts and the bad or difficult parts, such as difficulty in our marriages, battling mental health issues, body image issues, negative self-talk, etc. It's just nice to hear about real life instead of the rainbow world of happiness. I wanted to share something I'm struggling with currently and see if your other listeners could relate or offer advice. I'm 42 years old. So am I, Lindsay. Hey, 42. Have a very happy and uplifting marriage. Same here, Lindsay. (laughs) Have a wonderful profession. Same here, Lindsay. (laughs) That provides me significant self-esteem and I feel lonely. I feel that I'm lacking deep, meaningful, genuine women friendships. How do we as educated, grown, mature women find these deep, meaningful friendships that our souls need? Could we discuss this with your listeners? Could we discuss not only the where, but the why? Why do we need these deep, meaningful friendships? Could we do a social all of us together with the intent of trying to make connections? I feel you two have the best platform for me to share my struggle and be open and ask to have a conversation about this. Thank you for all of your time you've dedicated to your little corner of the podcast world. We're listening and it feels good. Love, Lindsay. So friendships, this is, this is interesting, because I've been thinking about this too, is the reason or season or lifetime, the reason, season or lifetime friends in our lives, right? You have friends for a season, you have friends for a reason, or you have friends for an entire lifetime. And definitely your friendships are going to come and go throughout your entire life. You're going to have friends that you're always going to be friends with. And then we've talked about this before, where you feel like as you get older, it is harder to, to make adult friends and to, especially female friends. We're all in different places in our lives. Like when you're in your 20s, you're kind of in the same spot. You're all, you know, hunched together, going to college, trying to figure out jobs, partying at night. Like those are all, we're all pretty much doing the same thing for the most part. And then I feel like in your 30s, mm, kind of starts to wax and wane a little bit. People get married, people have kids, people move away. There's all these things that kind of factor into that. So I think that's the other thing that I love about CrossFit is I feel like you have to kind of find a spot where you're concentrated doing the same thing. But I think in our world, we're lucky because, again, back to CrossFit, you are in a space where you're constantly seeing the same people and you're able to to bond with them. I don't know other than work, which I don't, I have a personal rule that I don't become friends with coworkers outside of work. That's just a personal choice of mine. But I don't know where else like we could actually meet people other than like meetups or becoming friends on podcasts. Like, I don't know where else you would find that book clubs, but you kind of have to have a friend group in order to, yeah, I think you to have meet to people. Just, I think you have to like put your flag in the sand about a hobby. Like you have to like be a part of an adult sport league or like, you know, go to a dance class all the time or find an art class or something. And even that is a gamble because you don't necessarily know you're going to find anybody. And like, you could walk into an adult art class and just have it be full of like a bunch of retired ladies who, you know, maybe those could be your friends. That sounds great. Yeah. I think like, like a lot of it really does have to do around 
sports, fitness, uh, at least what I'm thinking of, because I'm thinking of like team and training or doing some type of group training program where you're kind of all meeting all the time. If it, you know, for me, I'm pretty protective. That's the other thing. I think it comes down to your personality because I'm not the type of person to kind of walk into a group of people and then try to connect to a friend or look for friends. I'm like, I just let things happen naturally, organically. I'm kind of like a cat. I'm an observer. And if I like someone and if it happens, then I'll talk to them. Like maybe it'll happen, but I'm kind of, uh, you know, keep myself at a distance because I'm never really sure of people. I kind of sound like a psychopath talking about that, but like that's, it's just so, it is hard. And I just, I think what I'm trying to say is that it is hard at our age. And I think don't think that this is just kind of a sleigh ride to loneliness. Like we're, <laughs> like we're just on the sleigh ride to loneliness into our 50s and 60s. But I think that we do have to do something where you're putting yourself into a more social environment. Like honestly, CrossFit's the only way, place that I've truly found people that I like become friends with. Like I go to FitWall, I go to classes in ClassPass, I've gone to Orange Theory with Scott. None of those places lend itself to be becoming friends with people. None of them, because you're not really talking. You see them here and there. You say hi, you're friendly, but it's nothing where you're like seeing them every single day, every or you know, however often you go to CrossFit, like every single week. There's just something about that environment that I think is really important. So I don't know, Lindsay, if you do CrossFit, if you said that in your email, but I think it's something to think about, like whether it be that or some type of activity where you're kind of bonded in that way, where you're able to talk to people. Now, the other thing I like about CrossFit classes, you have time to talk. You're not just like doing a class for an hour, not talking and then like leaving. I wish I had better advice. I agree with all your I always have a, I always have this, um, this dream of starting like this online, kind of like a support group. <laughs> But more of like a social group well, through I know like a Zoom meeting, like just to be like, hey, let's meet, like I a think- meetup, like a virtual meetup. But then uh, that kind of scares me because I'm like, what if there's someone who's crazy? And then I just like <laughs> drop the idea. I'm pretty sure there are apps out there that are like Bumble, but for friends. I'd be curious to know if anyone's tried that because I've seen that as well. And that, again... I always go to like the scared, protective part of me. I was like, what if you find some crazy person who's just like single white female? Anyway. Um, but great question. Thank you guys so much for all of your great questions that you submitted today. Uh, I think that's it for this feed. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I feel like we have to just like mic drop and move on. Cut I know. The cord. I feel like this is kind of anticlimactic. This has just been like another normal episode <laughs> with like a little bit of extra. I know. I, I feel like we should talk about taco pockets or like something really funny or like know. you know talk about. <laughs> I was trying to think like what are some of my favorite girls gone wide moments. But like, I'm also trying to not get too nostalgic about this. Because I know, because we're not really going anywhere. We're not anywhere. going anywhere, you guys. I know. This is going to be great. And Girls Gone Wad will always hold a special place in our hearts and hopefully in your hearts as well. It's going to be great. It's not going to be a scary change. You guys are all going to come with us. It's going to be wonderful. All of these podcast episodes will stay up for a long time, so you can go back and listen to them. We'll be talking. I would say maybe the only thing that may end up happening is that we may have to repeat ourselves a little bit more in the new podcast and like tell old stories to catch people up. Yeah. Because we won't assume that they're going to go back and listen to Girls Gone Wild episodes. All the 300 and some odd episodes that we've done. Yeah, which might be hard actually because we might have to be redundant and be like, wait a minute, you guys don't know that story. Right. Well, it's okay. (laughs) They're just going to have to, you know what? We're going to be like, sorry, this is just from episode 322. Please reference now. We'll have to figure it out. These are all things we're going to have to learn. Like even today, I was like, oh, shoot, we have to change that. Oh, shoot, we have to change that. Oh, there's a lot of things we have to change. It is kind of like changing your name, but it is changing your name. But I'm yeah, talking, like, like, talking about years. like legally changing your name. 
And then like six years later, you get like a, a letter asking for donations to your grad school alumni fund. And you're like, oh, they still have my maiden name. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Never going to change that. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> like our Shopify store. I was trying to figure out how to change the name of our Shopify store. I was like, uh, it might just be Girls Gone Wad. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Uh, I feel like I like now I feel nostalgic. It's been fun. It has been fun. So thank you to everyone who's listened from day one, by the way. I know some of you are out there. And I applaud you for hanging in there. I know. All those episodes. And we have plenty more to come. Plenty more to come. Yeah. This is just a small change. Girls Go Odd, signing off. This is Joy and Claire. Bye. Bye.